Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yo, what up? This is DJ Newmark, a.k.a. Uncle New. From Jurassic 5. And you're checking out the library with my main man, Tim Onicole, on www.rapstation.com. What's up? I'm Tim Einenkel, and welcome to the library on rapstation.com. Have you ever took a moment, sat down, and wondered, if I were to create a soundtrack of my life, what songs would be on it? Alicia Pride, an author, educator, and founder of the strategic media and communications firm, Pride Collaborative, did just that in her latest book, The Message, Life Lessons from Hip-Hop's Greatest Songs. I had the opportunity to sit down with Miss Pride and began by asking her, why did she choose to write the book? Yeah, um, well, there there had been, well, number one, I, I, I can't rhyme. So <laughs> I realized that early on that I had no flow. Um, but luckily, I found um, writing as, as a place where I could fit in into hip hop. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always wanted to write a book about hip hop. And when I looked at the wonderful books that had been written before mine about hip hop, um, a lot of them were like socio- um, political analysis, some of them were um, memoirs, some of them were journalistic um, endeavors, but I didn't see one that I felt like really captured just a, a day-to-day um, interaction, relationship with hip-hop. Mm. Um, and I wanted to show how in my own life I used primarily the music to motivate, to provoke, to help me navigate the world around. I'm just one of those who uses lyrics to explain stuff, you know? I'll just, you know, break out a lyric in the middle of a conversation. (laughs) And I knew that there was, I knew I wanted to explore that further. Like, how do I, how can I really use, or how do we, as in hip-hop babies or hip-hop fans, um, hip-hop lovers, use, use the music um, specifically on a day-to-day basis. And let's start with the uh, the first kind of uh, the the first song you begin to kind of start the uh, your life soundtrack is uh, "Express Yourself" by N.W.A. So what you want me to do? I'm expressing with my full capabilities, and now I'm living in correctional facilities. Cause some don't agree with how I do this. I get straight and meditate like a Buddhist. I'm dropping flavor, my behavior is hereditary. But my technique is very necessary. Blame it on Ice Cube, because he said it gets funky when you got a song. Uh, so, was this purposeful that this was going to be the first song for you on in the book? Yeah, I mean, it was twofold. In the book, I wanted to show the breadth 
of topics um, explored by artists of all type, all types. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wanted to have artists who were normally known for a certain type of sound. I wanted to have them represented if I could get something from them. Um, and in this case, with particularly with NWA song Express Yourself, that kind of captured my relationship with hip hop was that it was a door for me to express myself through writing. Mm-hmm. Um, I admired MCs as writers, and although I could not be an MC, I found a way to um, enter into a larger conversation that was bigger than me, and that was through my writing. And hip hop inspired me to do that. Mm-hmm. So Express Yourself sort of captures that relationship with hip hop, but also shows you know, all the types of songs and um, thoughts that different hip-hop groups and hip-hop artists have presented. Um, And, yeah, I mean, opening a book with N.W.A., I don't think you could really uh, go wrong. (laughs) (laughs) And I think you also, you know, people will perk up a little bit, like, what is this about? So, yeah. And in your piece on N.W.A., you write... This is what happens when gangsters leave the drug violence of a family at home and bring themselves intellect intact into the studio booth. So I wonder for you, I mean, just as someone who is a lover of hip hop, is this the song that you think should represent hip hop or and is, or is this what rap, I mean, what hip hop could be? No, I think hip hop should be many things. Mm. Um I don't think that hip hop should be just one thing because as people we're not just one thing. Um, you know, our dysfunctions play out in hip hop and it's a good lens to view ourselves through. Um, so I definitely don't think that um that song is representative of what hip hop should should be either. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's representative of what hip hop is. In the song uh, What They Do by The Roots, which was released in 96, you kind of discuss your battle as a youth of wanting to fit in, even though sometimes you really didn't want to fit in. Yeah. Um, I think we all... back in that now, which is crazy, <laughs> man. So I was actually curious, like, when did you, as you write, uh, you wrote, uh, assimilating was the easiest weapon against getting cracked on. So when did you discover that, for you, that you didn't want to assimilate anymore and assimilating was technically, as you write, you know, left you as an un- uncreative? Yeah, that's a good question. When did I want to stop assimilating? I mean, I, I think I'm still struggling with that in different ways. Um, being an artist and being a writer and now as an adult, you know, balancing between um, what what we know to be safe and practical and, you know, my own ambitions sort of being in direct contact with that conflict with that. Um, so I don't know if I have stopped assimilating I would like to in certain ways um but I think for me like growing up um and and being a hip-hop fan and and being a girl um I, I, I think I also found like um in an ironic sort of way comfort in um hip-hop being sort of a way for me to articulate my difference um, and finding comfort in being different through hip-hop. Um, so even though I didn't see a, a whole lot of girls 
represented in hip hop culture. It was something, you know, the whole idea of going against the grain and going against what's quote unquote normal. And I felt something there with that, without those sort of spirit spirits that move within hip hop. I was wondering the song "What They Do" by the Roots, which was released in '96, addressed a lot of issues that many people have. You know, with hip hop now, that it's kind of the what what the roots kind of made fun of in their video about like the you know the fake cars, the fake beat down shot, and stuff like that. Do you yeah. think do you think in hip hop that this argument's ever going to end? <laughs> uh, I mean, are you always going to have a group of people that I guess are quote unquote you know assimilating to whatever is popular at the time, or I mean, or will we go back to when there was some sort of diversity in the music? Um, well, I think we're never going to see it end. Um, anytime there's money attached to to images, I don't think you're going to see it end. But also, I mean, I just think that from a human nature standpoint, you know, it's easier to assimilate, period. You know? um, so I just think that's like a human thing. Um, within hip-hop, though, because we have money attached to certain types of images. I don't think that's going to go away unless the money changes significantly. Um, but in terms of the diversity of the music, I still feel like there's, um, you know, a diversity in terms of artists making um, different types of music. It's just, it's harder to you have to be proactive in finding it. We can't be passive media consumer and think that you're going to get diversity because it's not going to happen. Um, that's with a lot of things, you know. Um, so not just m music, but that's with a lot of different media forms. You write about, uh, you know, kind of uh, Rebirth of Slay Cool Like That by Digital Planets. You write that one, the song was important to you. So if you could just talk about why the song was important to you. But also you mentioned that there were some references that you just didn't get and then you kind of, then you understood later, uh, this later. Uh, when you got older and you d actually understood the references, and you could even say for other songs, did you, were these references, did they make the song more powerful to you? Um, did you actually understand the reference and then you were turned off by some of these songs? Um, I mean, yeah, we could just talk about that a little bit. Yeah, you know what's interesting um, is I've I've done work around bringing in hip hop texts into the classroom, um, and uh, what's interesting is that when you bring in certain texts, they have these layers, 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 and that is you know what I sort of position as a trait of hip hop literature is the fact that it's layered. And usually I bring in actual hip hop text in terms of, of literature, so fiction, creative nonfiction of hip hop, of writers who have write with a hip hop aesthetic, but it comes from, from the music. Um, and this idea that MCs lace layers and um, it's kind of this like, on the surface you can still enjoy it, you know, but if you want to dig deeper, you can go deeper with them. Um, and so I really like that trait as just as a writer um, and as a now, as first as a listener, but definitely now as a writer. And so when I began to understand different references, like in um, Rebirth of Slick, it, it made me appreciate the music even more and the artistry behind it. Um, 
I mean, now when I like, when I, now when I hear a song and I don't understand a reference because I'm old, <laughs> um, sometimes it makes me cringe. And I'm like, oh, that's what they were talking about, <laughs> you know. But um, for the most part, I usually, it, it, you know, when you can like make these obscure um, references in a song and then I can, you know, learn about them or, um, it takes me deeper into the narrative. I'm definitely impressed. We beat to rap what key beat to lock, but I'm cool like that. I'm cool like that. I'm cool. That's like part that. of my interview cool with like Felicia Pride, author of The Message Life Lessons from Hip Hop's Greatest Songs. To hear more of my interviews, tune in Sunday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern, on rapstation.com. Also, you can follow me on Twitter at Library with Tim. That's at Library with Tim. This is Tim Einekel, host of the library, only on rapstation.com. So I say hi. Who understood? Yeah, understood the plans. Hit heard of it and put it to his hands. What I just flipped, let borders get loose. How to consume all the beaches like juice. If it's the shit, we'll lift it off the plastic. The babes will go spastic. Hip hop is a classic. Pimp play a shop, it don't matter. I'm fatter. Ask butter how I zone. Man, Cleopatra Jones. And I'm chill like that. 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 I'm chill. I got crew kids, seven and a crescent. Us cause a buzz when a nickel bets a dope. Him, that's my man with the asteroid belt. Fake catch a fizz from the Mr. Doodle Big. He rocks a teeth from the Crooklyn Nine Pigs. The rebirth of slick like my gangster stroll. The lyrics just like Luke coming stacks and rolls. You used to find the bug in a box with fade. Now he boogies up your stage, plats twist the braids. And I'm peace like that. 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 Check it out, man. I groove like that. I'm smooth like that. I jive like that. I roll like that. Yeah, I'm thick like that. I stack like that. I'm down like that. I'm black like that. Yo, I funk like that. I'm fat like that. I'm in like that because I swing like that. We jazz like that. We freak like that. We zoom like that. We out. We out. We out. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.